Sports Posers Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you scroll past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up the volume because it's Posers Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to Posers Podcast. My name is Scott Forrest and I'll be your host and humble narrator for this podcast episode. I'm podcasting you all the way from Livingston, Scotland. Now, I hope everyone has had a good week. Now, here in Livingston, it's been extremely windy and wet. And looking at the news up and down the country, I think it has everywhere, not just in Livingston. I was walking the dog and I thought I was kind of Mary Poppins style (laughs) going to fly away. Now, Here's a joke um, for you with regards to the weather. Now, this is quite, I think it's quite a good one. Now, what do you call it when a weatherman predicts wind speeds? Yep, what do you call it when a weatherman predicts wind speeds? Best gustimates. (laughs) Best gustimates, get it? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I like that one. Now, um, we're on to episode number seven. So, lucky number seven. Um, We're kind of Seven episodes almost down already. Absolutely fantastic. I can't believe it. Now, we're going to be looking at the conspiracy theories surrounding Princess Diana's death in this episode. Now, as always, we're going to remain as balanced as we can, come up with some facts and draw, hopefully, some logical conclusions. Um, So that's what we're going to be looking at in um, today's episode. Now, before we look at the conspiracy theories regarding Princess Diana's death, we have to look at just who was she. Now, she was the first wife of Charles, Prince of Wales, the heir apparent to the British throne. And she was also the mother of Prince William and Prince Harry. Now, Diana led a very active lifestyle. She was extremely active in charitable endeavours and also... She was extremely glamorous, it must be said, extremely glamorous. Now, these two factors made her an international icon, both in Britain and overseas. Now, this and this gave her extreme popularity, absolute extreme popularity. Now, popularity on that scale does come with a downside. She was highly scrutinised by the press. So, we have to state that she was highly scrutinised by the press for activities in her private life. Now here's the facts of the case, here's what we know. On August 31st, 1997, a car crashed in the Alma Tunnel in Paris. The driver was speeding and had high levels of alcohol in his system. Princess Diana was proclaimed dead less than four hours later. Her partner and the driver didn't survive either. Princess Diana's funeral was held on September 6th, 1997. Now, it sounds like Princess Diana's uh, death was kind of pretty pretty black and white. It was the result of um, drink, a drink driving accident, essentially. But some people, most notably the father of Princess uh, Diana's boyfriend, um, who also, his, his son died in the crash, have questioned whether it was an accident. I've been very, very vocal about it. The first theory that we're going to look at is did the Secret Service lead Diana's car to the tunnel and then blind the driver? So Diana's driver followed the usual route most of the way from the Ritz Hotel to her boyfriend's apartment but took a strange diversion past one expected turn. 
Some people suspect the entrance to the slip road most drivers would have taken was purposely blocked by MI6. Now it sounds a bit mission impossible, I have to admit, but is is it is there any truth to it? So apparently this forced Paul to head to a tunnel instead. When the car arrived, a bright light supposedly flashed, blinding the driver so he would swerve and crash, and another vehicle fled the scene. Later investigations found that Diana's car would have been driving too fast to go down that first slip road regardless, so it's unlikely that the driver had to choose another path. Now, the rest of the eyewitness accounts didn't conclude which other vehicles were at the scene. Some people claimed they saw one motorcycle, others say they saw kind of five or six. Now, these are all obviously kind of valid points, but I think the conclusion that we'd probably draw is that the MI6 connection probably there's there's no there's no real merit to the MI6 um, connection, so I would potentially look to kind of rule that out straight off the bat. Now the next theory that we're going to look at was Diana not given the medical treatment that could have potentially saved her life. Yep. So this is, this is kind of um, a big, one of the big theories now. There's a there's a train of thought with regards to the Princess Diana conspiracy theories that the ambulance carrying Princess Diana, um, who was still alive at the time, passed one hospital without stopping on its way to another hospital. Now, straight off the bat, you're, you're thinking to yourself, why on earth would you not get her to the to nearest hospital where they've potentially kind of got kind of life-saving equipment that could have that could have helped and could have maybe not saved saved her but it definitely for for me it would have helped and that that really kind of draws quite a big um red flag i've got to i've got to be honest now critics claim that this seems fishy just along the lines of what i've just said there now especially um that she'd been kept at the scene for so long whilst treating her on location before getting her to the hospital is admittedly a uh, different than what kind of a would be expected, I've got to be honest with you. Now, it's claimed that French paramedics would treat victims as much as they can before moving them, rather than them getting them to a hospital kind of um, as soon as possible. But this that conspiracy theory, um, for me, it probably holds a little bit of weight, to be honest with you, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not absolutely kind of having a, a knock-on effect at the... The, the first responders because they do a fantastic job but yeah you have you have to question kind of why why was she was she at the scene for so long before getting her to a hospital um, and then they passed the hospital that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for me and it gives some credence to certainly this theory that um that she could have been potentially given a medical treatment that could have definitely kind of assisted and potentially saved, maybe not saved, but potentially could have helped, as I say. Now, one of the most discussed subjects regarding the conspiracy theories was that Princess Diana was pregnant and the French doctors hid her pregnancy. Now, some people aren't convinced by negative pregnancy tests that the doctors had started um, the embalming process very, very quickly um, after she died. Now, um, people are alluding to the fact that there was false positives and that um, her being pregnant would have been one of the kind of culminating factors in her dying in mysterious circumstances. Now, Diana's injuries were consistent with the cause of death. Now, doctors didn't see any reason why they shouldn't start the embalming process. So, 
when the argument's made that she was pregnant, the doctors would have not had any reason to not kind of start the embalming process. So it's kind of stand. It's, I don't believe it's standard to kind of give kind of deceased women pregnancy tests. So it was nothing unusual that there was no kind of, for example, urine samples taken, um, etc. So it was kind of that theory. Um, although it's one of the more popularized um, theories, I'm not. I'm not convinced by it totally. I mean, my gut feeling is there's there's no credence to that one. So another theory was that the driver of the car that night was not actually drunk. Now, it's, it's a pretty big theory to claim. So although official reports say that Paul the driver crashed because he was drunk behind the wheel, some claim that this was purely um, a, a deflection, that samples used in the forensic tests belonged to someone else and it was used to, to frame Paul to basically make him out to be a, a drink driver. Now, officially, toxicologists tested four different samples and it all suggested that his blood alcohol levels were up to three times the legal limit in France, so kind of well above kind of where he should be to be in charge of a, a motor vehicle and kind of very, very dangerous, it has to be said. Now, there's nothing to suggest officially that the samples didn't come from Paul's body. So although it, it's a it's a fantastical claim to say, well, he wasn't drunk, he, it was someone else. I think I think with regards to I, th- I think that there's 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 absolutely kind of no no evidence to claim that there was there was anything other than um, the dri- the driver had been drinking alcohol that night. And unfortunately, um, when you drink alcohol and you drive, it's it's a bad combination and it can lead to absolutely disastrous consequences and in this case um, fatalities which is um, which is one of the consequences of drinking alcohol and driving so yeah my gut feeling on the matter is it's kind of this theory absolutely holds no water with me there's no I don't think there's any red flags on this one I think it's um, I think the the driver was definitely kind of drinking and driving as per the official reports now the last theory that we're going to touch on Sounds like something about a Tom Clancy novel or a kind of James Bond film. Now, the the theory is, did the bodyguard know there was a plan to kill a Princess Diana? So, um, Diana had a bodyguard. He was called, they went by the name of Trevor Reese jones So, he was the bodyguard to, um, to Dodie Fayed. Now, that is um, that was Diana's boyfriend. Now, with regards to um, Trevor Reese jones he actually survived um, the crash. So he survived. He was one of the, the the survivors in it. Now, the theory claims that he knew about it. He knew the crash was premeditated, and he did nothing to stop it. And apparently, according to the theories, he agreed to cover up. Um, the fact that he agreed to cover up was due to um, the secret service threatening to kill him. So it, again, it's, it definitely sounds like something straight out of a spy book. You know, um, can have the secret service threatening to kill him. However, it is important to note that um, Rhys Jones did receive some threatening calls and letters after after the fact of the uh, the incident, after the, the tragedy, and um, he did report them to police, but he, the kind of overall consensus that he wasn't overly overly bothered about these uh, these threatening calls. So very, very strange situation, very strange claim to, to make that he, he knew about it and he agreed to cover it up. Now, what's my take on this? I'm to be honest with you. I, th- I think it, I think it's kind of 
I think again, much like the the last theory, it sounds a bit fantastical for my liking. When you, well, I mean, I like my conspiracy theories, but um, when you're talking about kind of death plots and stuff like that, and kind of um, secret service kind of getting involved with with the bodyguard, I, I don't think it holds much weight um, with me. So I would definitely kind of take this one with a pinch of salt. Now, in conclusion, Princess Diana conspiracy theories. What do we think? So after kind of looking at kind of all the conspiracy theories, um, I, ha- I have to be honest with you. Some of them, some of them are just too, too wacky, wacky for my for my my taste. I mean, certainly the ones with the kind of the the secret service and things like that. And there's no a whole lot of evidence to substantiate kind of those claims other than people kind of saying it's true. If that makes sense. So. They don't really, as as I've stated earlier, they don't really hold a lot of weight um, with me. The the, the one thing is kind of when the the crash happened, um, not getting Princess Diana to the hospital in a more kind of time efficient kind of manner. That that that's the only one that really, really kind of got me a little bit because, as I say, it might not have made a difference, but um, you never know. You never know, but. Well, it's one of those things um, with regards to kind of protocols, um, etc. And um, the paramedics did what they thought was best. Now, what did I think happened? I think it was a, I think it was a tragic accident. If I'm being, if I'm being totally frank with you, I think um, the driver, um, unfortunately, on that night had far too much to drink to be in charge of a motor vehicle, and unfortunately, it led to it led to a crash and fatalities. And it's um, it's an absolute shame, um, and it's just a it's a cautionary tale for for drink driving certainly. But I would absolutely kind of I would absolutely state it's my firm belief that it, it was an accident, and that the conspiracy theories think uh, alluding to anything else. I'm not I'm not kind of I'm not believing them. On, unfortunately, on this one, um, I do think it was a tragic accident. Thanks for listening to Posers Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Forrest. I'm releasing a new podcast episode every Thursday on various subjects. Please look out for it dropping in podcast land. And remember the tagline, it's Thursday, you know what that means. Yeah, so it's my podcast. <laughs> now, please join me next week to find out kind of what case, what subject we're going to be tackling next. Now, you can show your support by doing the following. You can subscribe to the podcast please leave a rating and review. All feedback is more than welcome. If you can support me on Patreon or you can follow me on Twitter, it would be appreciated. Peace and love, Hari Krishna. It's Poser's Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you scroll past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up the volume because it's Poser's Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.